0: Welcome to the Coffee and Chi podcast. I'm your host, Lori Lashan, where we talk to people who are raising the vibration of the planet. As a high vibe entrepreneur myself, I get to cross paths every day with amazing change makers, people who are living in alignment with their life purpose. Let's fill up our coffee cup and get that high vibe energy flowing. Welcome back, high vibe beings. I believe strongly in the importance of our own self-care. When we love ourselves, respect ourselves, and honor the beautiful beings that we are, we show up in the world in such a way that we radiate the goodness to those around us. I believe that we must always start with ourselves so we can give back and support others. It's an endless, beautiful ripple effect, right? This is incredibly important for parents. And imagine witnessing this and knowing this since birth. There's so much power in our self-care. Today, our joyful mama mentor is back. She was visiting us before in episode 29. You can go back and listen to that and get to know a little bit more about her story. She's a wonderful story. Today, she is bringing really great parenting tips and habits that can make a difference in our lives as a parent. And... As a, and also the parent-child relationship. But before we dive into the interview with Ashley, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I align my life and my business with the cycle of the moon. We have brought this up on many other episodes of Coffee and Chi, but I want to just ask you, are you taking advantage of this incredible natural energy that we are blessed with? If you would like to receive a moon newsletter to support you with building your practice around the new moon and the full moon, go to my website and get on the mailing list. You will receive two monthly emails that support you for the current moon cycles. Are you calling in support from the goddesses? This week, I'm called to highlight Dana, the High Priestess. I am a huge fan of the Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards from um, Doreen Virtue. They are something that help guide me and give me daily inspiration. So a little bit about Dana, the High Priestess. She's one of the most ancient of the Celtic goddesses. And she is known for extremely powerful uh, magic. She's very magical and she can help you with manifestation, alchemy, and divine magic. She can also introduce you to the elemental kingdom. And she's also known um, for introducing us to leprechauns as well. So a message from Dana. Your wisdom extends back into the far reaches of ancient times you've brought this knowledge forward into your present incarnation to be a way shower so that others may benefit from your experiences. Don't delay in expressing your wisdom. I will assist you in manifesting platforms for your your spiritual teaching, whether it's through teaching by example or through writing or speaking. I do want to apologize for the wonky connection that Ashley and I had during this interview. Uh, This is really great content, but there are some little glitchy parts in the recording, so bear with us. And let's welcome back Ashley. Welcome back, Ashley. How are you today?
1: I am great, Lori. Thanks for having me back. What's in your coffee cup today? I just had delicious turmeric and ginger tea. Yum. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that in a while, and so I was really uh, pleasantly surprised when I found it in our tea cabinet today. Uh, yum. I know. Isn't that fun?
0: I- well, welcome back. And so I'm really excited to dive into this topic today, as we have all been experiencing over the past about two years and with the pandemic and everything, how this can really shift our family life.
1: Yes, This is going to be a great topic to talk about today to support your community, Lori. Support, Mm -hmm. because we're all in this. We've all done this together.
0: Absolutely. Can you share what can help all of us through all of what we've been dealing with these past two years?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think that over the past couple of years, we've really jumped forward in so many ways as a society. And because I work with parents, I really think about what the parents are going through right now. And so for those who are listening, who is a mom or is a dad, this is the time where we really need to dive deep into self-care with the pandemic. We have seen such an increase in anxiety and depression and all kinds of mental health um concerns and it's really challenging when we want to get support where we reach out to get help and then services are either logged, and you're unable to do an appointment with a counselor or a therapist or the only way to do so is through zoom and perhaps you'd rather be in person so everything has really changed <laughs> what we knew before is just, it's vastly different. And so we need to figure out how can we pave the life we want with what we have and still follow our passions, be able to follow our hobbies and find joy. And really when we're able to slow down, take time to be playful in life and throughout the day you know taking care of oneself that is one measure that is one way that we can take care and it can simply be just five minutes of in the morning sipping your cup of tea and really being present using all the senses in that moment for five minutes before the rest of your family wake up that could be where you go for a walk just honor your being because really when we're living and living life in the present, that is a form of self-care. So what can you do to be very intentional? One tip that I give my parent clients to create more intentionality and having that strong self-care practice that becomes a habit is to just monitor your thoughts. And what it looks like is every day when you wake up in the morning, write down how you're feeling and just record how are you feeling right now. And so when you wake up, what are the, the feelings that you have? And as you track that, you will notice where your thoughts go. And as we, you know, the beautiful quote, where uh, energy, where your thoughts go, energy flows, right? So just being aware of your thoughts and how you're feeling can really help you bring awareness to your energy levels. If you are um, recognizing, gosh, I feel you know, my heart rate is increasing i feel a little stressed about today then how can i honor that anxiety how can i honor that part what do i need right now so it's like taking a pause and just noticing how your body is how you're responding how you're feeling and then what you need to do okay and that's it it's a very simple practice every morning you can do that and it's just a beautiful invitation to bring more presence and intentionality for self-care in your daily life.
0: So true. Just that
1: awareness is so huge. You know, and when we have affirmations, oftentimes affirmations, it can work for some people and maybe it doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if we have an affirmation that doesn't make sense to us, you know, we get these printouts that maybe just like a list of affirmations, but if they don't make sense to you, they're not going to work. Right. And so what we can do is to think about what makes sense to us and another practice, another idea and tip that I give my parent clients is that bring awareness to, um, a thought, let's say you want to create more, um, again, more presence in your life. Mm -hmm. Every time that you're aware of that thought a presence Then acknowledge that like I am present and then you can go about whatever you're doing, but just noticing how often do you, do you notice that thought in your day? So that's another really great tool to create more loving connection with yourself in your day of how you want to manifest your day. So choosing a word that resonates for you that you want to manifest more of how often do you think that thought? One tool that I encourage my parent clients to do is to also practice gratitude, because oftentimes when we're struggling with their kids, when we're struggling with their behaviors, a lot of it is because you have your own struggles. And so that keeps coming up because that's how you're showing up to that relationship. So most often what we see is how we're feeling. And so that's what you're putting out into the world. And so, what you can do to help regulate yourself, to be, again bring in that um, awareness of your thoughts, what you bring out into the world, what you're projecting, I think it's important to record that information. And so, I you know, I gave two tips on helping that, but another really fantastic tool is to write down what is working in your day. And when we find when we find what's working. And being that energy, that's like belief there, right? That things are working, that my child is trying, that my child just doesn't know how to communicate, but still, you know, my child is telling me, my child is, gave me a hug today, or she um, she wrote me a sweet note today. Find out what is working and really go heavy in that belief. We have the belief that things are working and in that space of belief, um, we create more of that and it's a much better feeling, right? Yes. So why not? And that's possible. You can choose how you want to believe you have control of that and write down what's working. And I encourage this to my parent clients every day, write out what is working and that's how you tend to show up in more belief.
0: I cannot agree with you more. Gratitude, just the simple practice of having a gratitude practice, even like for a week, is so powerful. Like it just changes your whole like mindset. Um, you start looking at the positive.
1: You know, Lori, if I were to choose one thing that is my most powerful practice, the one that I'm committed to every day, it's that writing down every day what's working.
0: Yeah. Do you have tips for parents on how to help children right now who might be struggling more because, you know, because we have been more isolated, you know, some kids not having all that social interaction that they typically have?
1: Yes. So with the pandemic, a lot of people, like we were saying earlier, have been struggling with emotional wellness and exercise and just overall health. So if we think about what contributes to this, the challenges of you know one's health and an overall wellness, a lot of it has to do with disconnection, not only did the disconnection with the self, but also with others. And so I always recommend parents to carve out special time. And special time is simply 10 minutes of one-on-one, undivided attention with one child. This is much easier for those who have one child like myself. But, you know, if you have multiple kids, I mean, I have clients with, uh, I have one client right now with six kids. And so she doesn't pile it all in in one day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? But what she does is she spreads it out through the week. But she gives one-on-one attention and what that looks like is it's a device-free time where it's just you and your child and you find a time that works and you literally create that in your schedule and you honor that and your child gets to lead it. They choose what to do. Maybe that's Building a a Lego set, maybe that's playing a game of Uno, maybe that's taking a walk, maybe that's going to the park, maybe that's just coloring together, maybe that's learning a new craft, but whatever it is, let your child decide, and then you can just spend that one on one attention to allow your child to be the leader. And they will feel, and that's why it's called special time, because that golden opportunity, they will just revel in that one-on-one attention from you. And typically the result of that, just simple 10 minute time, you will see fewer sibling sibling fights. You will see more positive behaviors because you're more connected, more bonded Mm -hmm. in your child's world. And they will feel just so special. And that is one powerful way to really help you feel closer to your family, closer to your kids, which we all know when we feel that, we also feel a reduction in um, yelling and frustration and (laughs) all the misbehaviors that go with that. And it's just, it really helps reduce that cycle. I love that. Um, What about, and what about for parents, parents that are really, you know, trying to take time for themselves, make it a priority, just like you'd make one-on-one special time with your child priority, make yourself a priority. And you can do that. As I had mentioned earlier at the start to carve out simply five minutes. And that can be the start where you just spend five minutes in your morning before Others wake up or, you know, while your kids are at school, whatever time works for you, but find that time. Maybe that's just before going to bed when the kids are asleep, but find five minutes where you just get to sit and be present with the cup of tea. And I love that this is so relevant to you and your audience, (laughs) but a simple, you know, cup of chamomile tea or something that's calming and soothing and be with it and bring in all the senses. So it doesn't need to be some formal meditation. It If that scares people, or if that's uncomfortable for people, you can work up to that if you want. But to begin, keep it simple, keep it easy. And so this is a great first step to carving out self-care time by sitting for five minutes with that cup of tea and noticing the smells, the sounds in your environment, the taste of that tea, the Uh, The texture of the cup, the warmth from that cup, and really tapping into the senses to bring in that presence. And that's a really powerful tool to just slow down and take care. And it's just, and it's so simple, huh? But it's so simple. And that's really what's most important, just going back to the basics. And we really need to go back to the basics right now of self care during this pandemic, because a lot of, People who do practice or have practiced meditation and other means of, um, you know, being present and mindful have gone to the wayside. So yeah. by starting small, it doesn't have to be this thought, like, oh, I got to bring in more mindfulness. I must meditate for 60 minutes starting tomorrow. Right. <laughs> it could yeah. just be something easy and doable and then build from that if you want. But just starting somewhere that seems doable, that's the first step. And I would make it intentional where it's actually part of your routine, which provides you a structure, normalcy, predictability, you know, some comfort and order to your day when we feel uh, so out of control during these times. A lot of people that I work with talk about feeling out of control during these times. And so when we carve out that routine of five minutes of alone time, then you're really creating ways that are bringing more structure and normalcy in your day. As far as sleep
0: goes, do you see that most parents kind of just like accept the fact they just aren't getting sleep?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think this is really a great segue into the discussion of dysregulated sleep, because when there's a disruption in the home, when routines are disrupted, which we're facing right now, that disruption, it causes a lot of stress struggle where it increases parental stress, you know, the worries of having enough food sometimes or not getting food on the table um, that may be the best or maybe, um, you know, too much screen time, which causes dysregulation or an increase in behaviors in the home, Uh, you know, poor mental health and just it not being addressed. This all causes disruption in the home, which then creates dysregulated sleep. And when we again carve out the time to create the routine around sleep, then we're really again carving out and creating that sense of safety and comfort. And so I encourage my parent clients to have a schedule, nighttime schedule for their kids. And it's simply after dinner, you know, then you start to have the wind down um, bedtime routine. Maybe they go shower. their PJs on, they brush their teeth, then they go to bed and pick out a book and have some snuggles and then lights out. So do the same for yourself. Not necessarily (laughs) those steps, (laughs) (laughs) although that'd be really sweet. But after you say goodnight to your kids and the lights are out, then it's your time. It's your time to create your evening time routine. What do you wanna carve out for yourself? What energy do you wanna have? Do you wanna have calm energy where you just sit and maybe just you can do uh, some light journaling or light reading or connecting with your partner or just, you know, going for a nighttime stroll. I like to go for nighttime walks oh, yeah. and just see the stars at night. And that has like such connection to the earth and the bigger picture of the world outside of myself. And so I'm not so stuck in my own worries that I get to go out and see the world It's like, Oh yeah, the universe is so expansive yeah. and being able to create that routine for yourself, not just your kids. Creates regulation and helps you wind down for sleep. And I know how easy it is to watch Netflix at night to, uh, you know, um, use the screens. But I really encourage you to put the screens down at least an hour before lights are out, even for yourself. You know, for kids, it's two hours because it takes them longer to wind down. But for adults, at least an hour where it's just screen free time. And I promise you, I guarantee you will see a change in your sleep patterns. Sleep is so important. So important. (laughs) Everything, yes. I mean it it impacts everything. Are there any children's
0: books that you would suggest that help to teach self-regulation?
1: Yeah, there's some children's books. And then there's also uh, older children's books and teen books. And so I'm going to go ahead and first talk about uh, older um, children, teens. This series called The Big Life Journal is incredible. It works on growth mindset. And it's just daily thoughts and um, reflections. And there's just inspiring questions to really think about and ponder for kids, for older kids, tweens, and teens. I highly recommend Big Life Journal for kids. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or, and there's a whole series, but if you go to a Big Life Journal, you will find a variety of books to choose from, workbooks, journals, um, meditations, but it's all geared for children. So for kiddos that are younger, um, I would say, you know, toddler, preschool age, for uh, those kiddos to learn how to self-regulate and just, you know, in a fun, playful way, ways that are engaging, we want to make it playful and not serious. And so, you know, I really love books that are simple and inviting. And even Mo Willems has great lessons in his books. And, you know, some of the most common authors that we, uh, that we grew up with, um, you know, I'm thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis has actually published a book that's really great for kids that are dysregulated or have what you would say too much energy, kiddos that may have ADHD or undiagnosed or symptoms like ADHD or executive dysfunction. She has an incredible line of children's books. So she's now a children's author. She can put that on her, their list of accomplishments, but she has published some books to help kids that have too much energy. And that is a fantastic line right there. Where um, go and find her books, but she's got some really funny and also, um, you know, helpful learning type books to help kids understand what they're going through and why they may feel a little crazy and why their body feels weird and just like too hyper or too much. Right. And so she uses her sense of humor to draw the kids in that audience and then also build more understanding of why they're doing the things they're doing. That's great. Do you want to share with the audience kind of how they can connect with you? Yes, I would love to, you know, I am so proud of my community. It is just, it's one area that I would say I nurture the most aside from my one-on-one clients, but I absolutely cherish that group and it's growing and it's so exciting, but it's, really beautiful group of parents that are so supportive and insightful and, you know, are also vulnerable and honest about their struggles. And what I've been able to witness in terms of helping them and see those transformations, even through the group, if they decide not to work with me one-on-one there. And So my group, it's Joyful Mama Mentor. It's not the, but if you type in Joyful Mama Mentor. So I go there every day and I offer tips, strategies, and insights for parents to help them understand their kids' challenging behaviors so that they may have more connection and consistency and calm in the home. So great. I go live twice a week week two, where I provide free coaching and dive deep into certain lessons based on what the client or what the members need. So it's fantastic. I love it.
0: And it's been so awesome to see you create this, Ashley, you know, I, I knew you before you started this and now it's just like this incredible, like all of this information is these are things people need right now, (laughs) what the world needs.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Ashley, right now for sure. Thank you so much. It's been a blast.
0: Do you know other people that could benefit from all the wisdom of our joyful mama mentor? Please reach out to Ashley, give her a follow on Instagram, and do check the show notes for other valuable links. Help our podcast grow by sharing the Coffee and Cheap podcast so we can create more high vibe energy in the world around us. Join us in our next episode with Carolyn from Increase Your Impact. She helps people grow their businesses in interesting ways. Have you ever thought of growing a business with oracle cards? How cool is that? You're not going to want to miss this episode. Have a blessed and high vibe day.